What's going on, my brothers and sisters, Mr. Woo -woo. aunties and uncles, Mr. Woo -woo. monks, Kabbalists, wizards, Mr. Woo -woo. mystics, sons and daughters of God. Woo -woo. Welcome to Mr. Woo Woo. He's Mr. Woo -woo. Salutations, everyone. Welcome to the light shower. Welcome to the love-filled half hour. Thank you for joining me today in this moment in time, in this corner of the cosmos. Whatever time space that you're encountering these words, thank you. The national holiday in America, Thanksgiving, is tomorrow. But from an esoteric standpoint, it should be a reminder day that every day should be filled with thanks. And it's a cliche to say, especially like a new ager like me, you know, be grateful. But I feel like our world holographically wouldn't be in the shape it's in if it could remember that. Even if it was grateful for the impulses of life beating our hearts or inspiring thought. that we would be much better off right now if we could have remembered the master of Nazareth's, not just example, but his formula. He, you know, this isn't forgiveness day, so we're gonna skip that part, that's the other half of it, but when anything is going well, giving thanks for the most what would look absurd metaphysical histories and storylines and great where great cosmic beings come forth and speak the law and they have to remind these crumbling societies that if they'd just been grateful if they just told the creator thank you for life for intelligence for all the objects I see around me, for love, for having relational connections, that the vibration of this earth and its species would be so much higher. There'd be so fewer negative outcomes, fewer charades because they just wouldn't work on it. A grateful populace, tribalism doesn't work. They see the circle that they're a part of. Ah, oh. oh gratitude. Let this be the law that every day in every way I am more and more grateful. People are like, well, love feels elusive. Gratitude can get you there. It's just like how hope leads to belief and belief to faith when it comes to the creative process. Had a lot of ups and downs this week, just manifestationally. Energetically, I feel great. But, you know, in the lives of people around me, there's been wonderful victories. There's people who've passed away. 
or have had their asses handed to them in unexpected ways. And um, because of becoming so stark, it's making me see the, the gratitude behind it, like why I'd be thankful for a miscreation or even for the existence of destruction or evil itself. Like that's, that's a really powerful catalyst. And if the creator didn't think that it wasn't gonna be useful to you awakening to a more perfect, more powerful, more self-loving version of yourself, and evil simply wouldn't be, because it's made out of the tissue of divinity. Even if it is uh, a catalyst, an enzyme, for the undoing of form, the undoing of things we attract to ourselves. But even then, that just being able to have that activity, any activity at all, being able to raise your hand, having a hand. If you think about it, every single act, every recognition of every object, you could take, you could take time and just like, man, thank you. That's great. There's such a thing as cups, much less swimming pools, like artificial puddles in oceans and lakes. That's kind of cool. Everything is cool. In the words of the great Lego philosophers, everything is awesome. And everything is cool when you're a part of a team. So I hope you're hanging out with your team this Thursday. If this one you're hearing it, basically I'm just saying Thursday because, you know, it's Thanksgiving. I hope your, your team is alive and well. I hope that they're looking toward the light and not toward a television set that tells them things are going terribly wrong. I hope you have delicious conversations and sharing over that table because that's kind of how we grow. As a person, I'm remiss to ever like discuss things that aren't going like well with anyone, especially family members, you know, because they have so much more emotional fuel of desire for you to either, you know, avoid some hardship or pain or to, you know, you manifesting your dreams. Such, such powerful energies of hope there. And accidentally you can throw fuel on an already burning fire by telling someone close to you that something's gone wrong. You know, you're manifesting in the opposite direction. So I tend to hold uh, things close to my chest when it comes to, you know, things are manifesting well. When, when they are manifesting well, I, even then I'm reluctant to share them, you know, because so much, so much of life is lacking that authenticity. I felt that since I was a young kid. Everyone was, was kind of acting either on behalf of the feelings for another person or you know, just to, to gain some kind of advantage in a situation or something just edifying their own ego. And that always kind of repulsed me. But I, I understand also that, you know, if people haven't seen beyond the veil, they don't know any better, they're going to be stuck in that masquerade kind of ball doing ritualistic responses to things because they know it gets them in a certain direction. 
But I'm grateful that that's even a level. I'm grateful I don't have to be in it anymore, but I don't judge people for being in that state anymore. It's harder to it's hard to be around them, you know, and share an authenticity because you have different dimensional perceptions of reality, situations, political events. There's different ways of looking at a happening in time space. And you can't share sometimes you just can't share that with people. You know, they don't have an enthusiasm for it. They just don't have that. It's like trying to get uh, your younger brother all hyped up on on a woman's naked body and what that can do when he hasn't gone through puberty. And he's like, yeah, those are pretty cool. You know, like <laughs> it's it's not that part of their divinity hasn't activated or simply it's an old part of their divinity. I'm just like, yeah, I'm over it. I'm telling an OG about it. Like, hey, check that girl out. I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I ain't going to get with her so because of shit. So sharing has become more difficult than ever, Uh, especially because of online activity and our trying to maintain some kind of persona, you know. But on the other end, I see like hyper um, authenticity happening where people are taking off those egoic clothes and and becoming themselves. And we got to hope that's us. There's always another layer we can strip away. And I'm, I'm grateful that that's a process, that that's a thing, that we're not stuck as the creation that we think we are. And I know it's, again, cliche to, to mention it, but it's it comes down to your imagination of yourself. You can see yourself any way you want, and people don't realize that your imaginal process is the template you're setting, the mold you're setting for yourself at some future date to live into. And we've been trained to be cynical and skeptical and suspicious of other people's words and their motives. Not realizing that none of that shit matters. That all of all attention to that detracts from our creating our best self. That's what it's all there for, is just to distract you from reaching within to your own heart and becoming the kindest person you've ever met or the most positive person you've ever known what that would have to include letting down the um, the skewers the levers of sarcasm cynicism have to be rightness I'm guilty of that my ego loves being right. It loves the feeling that it's more accurate than other people in its perception of reality because, I don't know, maybe it thinks that'll help us survive better. It'll help this Joshua, you know, have a leg up for what reason. You know, it doesn't even get into, like, the what purpose. So I'm grateful that I've been humbled so many times that... I can make a paradise and a heaven at almost any tier from being all the way homeless to a struggling body worker and healer to someone that I feel can be a far better, far better version of himself. So I'm glad that I still have 
time and room to grow and that that's the divine plan. It's just growth. It's just vibration, you know. And I'm lazy about turning up the thermostat because I get satisfied very easily. But I'm not satisfied anymore. I'm not satisfied by the level I'm bringing to the game of life, the version of myself that I could be. And I feel like that's all under construction, like as is everybody, but you know, you pass these milestones of activity and you're just like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. And, and the dichotomy of that is so many other wonderful things are happening. I'd like to congratulate Anna Boss and Garrett Boss for welcoming in beautiful, beautiful boy, Henry James Boss. Dude, how fucking cool is it that they named their kid the exact same name as Harry Potter, Harry James Potter, right? So damn cool. This kid's going to be so popular. And he's so handsome. I'm so happy for their family. Congratulations to you all. I would like to uh, thank one of the coolest clients I've ever had and, uh, and a listener, a supporter of this particular channel of the Mr. Woo Woo podcast. Danny Agostino, you're the shit, dude. Uh, I love uh, doing our sessions. And uh, it's fun talking to you, man. Watching your uh, well-being increase every day is dope. Oh, I'd like to also congratulate on this 11-22, my parents' um, 49th anniversary. God bless you, too. You love birds. Mr. and Mrs. Ducklips. Mr. and Mrs. Ducklips themselves. Absolutely cool. I just realized I was pretty far away from the mic for a while there. Pardon me. The reverie is too much. Too much. Oh, yeah. That's what I also wanted to get to. Here's something I'm grateful for. Great students. Great students. Students that are passionate. Students that love to learn and are open-minded and are like sponges for light and information. So I want to give a shout-out to Jason Beskin for doing his Reiki Master Teacher class with me finally. Man, we uncovered a lot of stuff. That class took twice as long as I thought it would, but dude, I'm glad we dug it out. We're uncovering all kinds of stuff about the system of Reiki I was taught, which they said, Usui Reiki, right? I look into uh, the extra symbols that they use to be able to download Reiki into the other, if, like you had a Reiki class. And I find out this dude, William Lee Rand, who runs like Reiki.org and the whole bit, like the whole international organization through Michigan. This guy, in very small print, just mentions, oh, I hybridized the Usui Reiki that Madame Takata teaches, who's one of the grand uh, masters of, of Reiki and lineage, and just decided to hybridize it with this other um, Tibetan form. Now, the Tibetan form actually correlates to another aspect of uh, Shambhala multidimensional healing, where there's like a bridge between these symbols. So I was like, oh, that's metaphysically interesting, but... That means that all the classes that I've taught so far and how I've done the attunements weren't how Dr. Dr. Usui and Madame Takata taught them, the Japanese style. It's like, no wonder the Japanese look down on us, dude. When you go there going, oh, I'm a Reiki master, they go, oh, word? Yeah, yeah, we don't have Tibetan symbols. We're just Japanese. So, I mean, we're talking like cooking. We're talking purity here. You don't fuck with Kaiseki, right? 
The Kaiseki cuisine is its own thing. You don't screw with it. It has a thousand-year history. Don't fuck with it. Reiki only had a hundred-something-year on history. And, dude, person after person has already tried to hybridize it with their own bit and be like, I trademarked this. I followed my own intuition, they say in the manuals. My jaw was hitting the ground. I said, Jason, this dude made this shit up. Himself had nothing to do with what they were doing. And I was told this was Japanese Reiki. Japanese Usui Reiki. Gakai, you know? Gakai. And I was livid that I, that I hadn't known this information. <laughs> but we uncovered it during our class. The class was awesome. We were able to find out. And we actually improved the downloading ritual ourselves by hybridizing for our own self the old way and the new way. Because there was elements that there was missing. That's, by the way, how you pass on Reiki is there's like a, a ceremony. There's an attunement ritual that kind of plugs you in to various levels of the system of Reiki. Right? Piece of cake to understand. But it was pretty shocking to uncover that. And I'm so grateful. There's another thing I'm totally grateful for. You can dip back into old material and unearth new gems and even see where your forebears screwed around a little bit. You know, William Rand's done a lot for uh, Reiki and getting it out to the public, and he's an authority, but yeah, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> my, my master teacher, Jeannie Kidwell, got taught by him, I think his lineage, or one of the, the masters he was trained with, and it has a bunch of Tibetan stuff in it. I did not even think, it didn't even cross my mind that Usui Sensei would have like nothing to do with that. Blew me away, dude. I couldn't believe it. So, <laughs> like, what can you do, man? You, you, it's like finding, like, oh, this baby isn't yours. What the fuck? And I'm serious. It's not anywhere near that. That would be like mind destroying. Um, <laughs> shout out to anybody out there if that's ever happened. My condolences. You are not the father. Uh, but I, I was super grateful for that class. It was awesome. Uh, I realized there was plenty of meditations and shit that William Lee Rand had put in these manuals that had nothing to do with actually teaching Reiki. That's a much more simpler system than that. So I, I love being able to say that I could see it through uh, fresh eyes and I'll remember to teach it that way from here on out because I don't like false advertising. You know, if it's souffle, do it the fucking way the souffle says. How it's been done for 300 years, do it. People could put their own zhuzh on things, but dude, not with energy healing styles and then be like, oh, this is my system. Now, miss me with that shit. To me, that's like joke stealing. It's like, that's trash. You can't, in, in the new age world, like stealing people's or repackaging is how they'd look at it. I was just repackaging it so it'd be fresh. And, they, and they're like, and I'm the arbiter of it. I'm the grand poobah, the master, whatever of it. It's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Like, and that's putting it lightly, okay? Like there was, um, it's not cool. Like when people touch your gemstones, it's not cool. People don't know that. Like a lot, ironically, a lot of people in the new age or, um, <laughs> the new age, new agers in the, uh, uh, spiritual communities, they don't know to like not grab your gemstone because you're leaving, you leave an electromagnetic imprint on everything you touch, but none more so than like a glass of water or gemstones. They entrain quantum energy. So like when people grab your gemstones, I would say, dude, that's like you're grabbing my titties. Don't do that. And they're like, oh, 
no, my titties are way more valuable. Like, well, then you clearly don't know the value of gemstones. Like, please don't, you know, just reach out and grab people's shit. Cause then that person, you know, after the person goes, they go, okay, uh, mushy mush. Then they have to like cleanse that shit. They have to cleanse those gemstones of all residue of that person. They don't, they don't mean to, but if you didn't know that up till now, here's a little something. Don't touch other people's gemstones out of curiosity. Even if they try to hand them to you, you just kind of go, Ooh, no, sorry. I don't touch people's gemstones for multiple reasons. It's not your gemstones. Do not touch them. It's just the same to me as if you tried to grab me and I'm just like, nah, do not touch those. Okay. So that's just another side lesson for today. If people didn't know that. It's just like, Ooh, that's nice. Don't reach up and touch their necklace. Okay. That's a no, no. That's a no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. So anyhow, I hope that you are grateful for everything in your life. If you're out of the hospital, be grateful for that. If you're in a hospital, be grateful you're still alive. There's, there's people in that boat right now. And just hang in there. You still have time. If you're conscious... If you're conscious, you still have time to do mantras, to think of a hundred things you could be grateful for, even if there are memories. Like, that's important. Do that, because it'll raise your vibration and get you out of the sickbed real fast. Write them down, 20 a day. If you can't find, think of 20 things to be grateful for, write down 10. And if there's nothing to be grateful for, things that just kind of went your way. It was a gorgeous day in San Diego absolutely like drop dead gorgeous it's a 9.5 maybe a 10 that day at 10 and you know i've been sneezing all day because there's like dry shit i don't give a fuck i'm just focusing on the beautiful blue day that i got to live in in a in a community i don't i don't hear automatic gunfire when i go outside bombs aren't going off there's a lot of things to be grateful for that other people are experiencing right so many. So not only tomorrow are we going to be celebrating, uh, you know, Thanksgiving Day, the Day of Gratitude. You don't have to do all the whole colonial thing, the Native Americans and pilgrims and all that shit. Just take it as a day to be thankful and just let your mind roam, almost like you're shopping on the internet, you know, out to family, to friends, and hug them, thank them, do cheers with them. Yeah, scumps, you know, boom. You know, imagine cheersing with them and blessing uh, good fortune, good health, and and overall just, just beauty that we're up here and we're still alive on the planet. We're still here. You're still evolving. The outer world might go through all kinds of shakeups in the next, you know, two to five years, but make yourself unshakable. Gratitude is easy, easy, easy way to win that video game, to, to win. Like, no matter what happens, if you could just be grateful just for every object that you lay eyes on, that you can see, that you, that the fact that you can see it all is a miracle. It's a miracle. The rods and the cones and the neural impulses, it's amazing that we can see, much less that we can dream or that we can imagine. But let's try at least this week to imagine in our minds, not only the inventory that we can be grateful for, let's thank in advance for the things that we 
want and want to see manifested, that we desire. Say thank you in advance for those things and you'll have them. That's the formula. It's been the formula for, you know, like 1900 years, even longer. Buddha said the same thing. All we are is what we think about. You know what he thought about? Liberation, going beyond karma and pain. And he became Buddha. You're more advanced. You're here. <laughs> You're more advanced than Buddha. It's 2,600 years later. And he laid out the path. Hey, this is how I became that. It would be supreme laziness and, and a complete waste of life. Like at, the, at your life review, when they're asked like, hey, so why didn't you like, you know, use your free time to like think about the universe and think about your consciousness? You're going to put your hands out and be like, yeah, well, fucking Yellowstone was on. I was like fucking live streaming that. And then I had to see what all, everyone's opinion was online about blah, blah, blah. And they're going to be like, wow, that was dumb. And you'd be like, shit, I kind of fucking agree, dude. Kind of fucking agree. <laughs> You're not going to be able to argue any of it. They're going to be like, hey, so why didn't you? You had like, uh, let me see, 14 and a half waking hours. How much of that did you spend thinking about the, either the source of creation or this gorgeous creation itself? Be like, oh, I was thinking about who I was in relationship to it. Okay. Okay. I was stupid. Like, yeah, it was a stupid waste of time. Tagru says that himself. Said on people's deathbed, and he's seen thousands of people die. He's like, you, you see this bewilderment. He said he reports like in their eyes, and it's like a confusion. Like they just realized, oh, I could have done all this shit, and just didn't, because I listened to some idiot online, or because I listened to my parents, or because of I listened to the people close to me, or I picked up an idea in a book that limited me. And they're like, nothing was stopping me from going to Paris. Nothing was stopping me from doing the Iditarod or you know, getting buff or, you know, becoming uh, a leader in the community and taking responsibility and helping everybody else's lives grow. You'd be like, ah, dude, I threw that away and I was just doing blah, 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 blah. And you'll think your small activities were, would be super small. You'll think they're minuscule and unimportant and ridiculous that you ever entertained them in the first place. So be grateful you still have time. You still have time to be or do anything you want. You want to go to Comic-Con? Do you want to go skydiving? You can do whatever you want with your body. You could shrink it. You could buff it out. You could get it big. You can use it to do unbelievable things in athletics. You could use it as a vehicle for enlightenment. You can mentally absorb whatever information you want. You could be whatever profession you want, you know, short of you know, offensive tackle for the Bills. You can, you can, this neuroplasticity allows you to, this dream plasticity allows you to do that. Be grateful. You still have tons of time. Tons of time to alter reality any way you want. It just takes significant and very steady thinking in the direction of your goal. And that's it. That's the hypothesis everyone's been handed. It worked for me. I saw myself doing a podcast. I saw myself having a, energy healing practice, talking about concepts like ascension or even weirder shit than that. <laughs> I saw myself with the love of my life. I got way beyond what I could have ever asked for. So I have a ridiculous amount of things to, to tell the universe what I'm happy about and grateful for. At least tell them what went well. 
you know, and forgive the universe if it didn't go well, you know, flip it around. But Sai Baba's birthday, the cosmic Christ, his birthday is on the same day as tomorrow. So tomorrow's going to be extra fire, extra juiced up. Love you, Sai Baba. You're the best. Best guru a guy could ask for. And I'm celebrating that. I'm celebrating you. Thanks to you, like I've had more listens and in ages, I appreciate everybody that's listened to this uh, podcast, both long form and short form, and everybody that subscribed. God bless you. I got a special heartfelt blessing for everyone who ever subscribes to this, much less listens to my voice here. You are loved, especially by me, and I am grateful for you. I'm grateful that everything in the world blesses you and that it may continue to do so for all whom you love. I wish you the best in this holiday season. Peace and aloha.